Carrie and Tommy about to go off. The Carrie and Tommy podcast is the gift that keeps on giving. This Christmas, why not give a great gift from Chemist Warehouse? Their Christmas fragrance sale is on now. Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. And Tommy Little. This is Carrie and Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, welcome to it for your Wednesday afternoon. Pete Hellier filling in again for us. Pleasure to be here. Actually, cha-ching's is the wrong noise. I don't know you're making a whole lot of money doing this. I mean, just doing it for the money. Or is that what you charged him to carpool today? Yeah, you didn't carpool again. I'm starting to, it's really starting to sink in that we're on the rocks as our, our friendship's on the rocks, Carrie. We did chat on the way home last night. Yeah, because you cut me off in traffic. <laughs> I you were behind me. And then her buddy number plates, Bickers. <laughs> Bickers I thought it was, okay. oh. She got rid of if the big dog. Listening, I do not have a personal. <laughs> it's pretty close. It's not. Uh, we have a big show ahead. Will yeah. it be 50K day in the time game? We'll find Very out a little feeling. later. Um, if you've ever bought or done anything like, Cupping or acupuncture, mm. detoxing, oh, okay. meditation retreats, any of those things where you're throwing money trying to make yourself feel better, uh, you'll be fascinating. This chat we've got with Todd Sampson coming up. He's got a new series, Mirror Mirror, Are You Well? premiering mm. tonight all about the wellness industry. And I don't think we're going to like what he has to tell us about all the money we've spent on those little things. Well, this wouldn't surprise you. I haven't spent a lot of money on the wellness industry. <laughs> <laughs> I have you not had any of that perhaps. done? No. Acupuncture? No, no. Oh, I've had acupuncture. See? Yeah. Cupping? <laughs> not, 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 not. Yeah. Oh, it's speaking just, of cupping, we've got, your wife, <laughs> we've got your wife coming on today because it is your 20th wedding anniversary <laughs> and we have so much to chat <laughs> Speaking of cupping. Yeah, what, what was the <laughs> Anyway, there was a final effects show. of jokes going through my head, and I realised it's my twentieth anniversary. I should, just, uh, you know, I should keep it clean. Uh, anyway, that's all coming. Up. Okay. Carrie and Tommy. Tommy is away today. We got Pete Hellier filling in, and it could be a fifty k day a little bit later on. I'm feeling in my waters. Well, mm. I have a feeling about lots of our team members at the moment because the last few weeks. I've discovered things about them. We've all worked together for many years now mm. and how I've not known these things. So last week I discovered that Jesse, our anchor here, you know what this freak does. He does his <laughs> grocery shop. So he does his grocery do shop. No, I don't do this. He does his grocery shop with the trolley, walks the trolley across the road, into his apartment, into the lift, out of the lift, into his kitchen, unloads his groceries and then parks the trolley in his kitchen until he needs to go grocery shop. Well, until I take it back. Okay, weird. <laughs> okay. If, do you take it back? Do you actually take it back? Yeah. Okay. If you take it back, sometimes I'll allow it sits it. in the apartment for days. Uh, uh, well, it, it, sh- it shouldn't weird. do that. It shouldn't anyway, do that. So, On anyway, that's some of the stuff we've been discovering. Yeah. Producer Georgia, <laughs> we were talking earlier because our producer Pip was saying that she accidentally almost stole something this morning, but she didn't. And then we discovered that producer Georgia used to be pretty much a kleptomaniac. <laughs> what oh, did you Georgia. used to steal, Georgia? Sanchez. 
Well, a a friend woman. of mine. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? Diala? Jane. No. Georgina. She would go to the shops mm-hmm. and she didn't have a lot of money and she was travelling with her friends. And so at like the Woolies hot section where there's like hot meals or sushi, mm. she would just pick it up and eat it and walk around the shops for an hour and just get full and then go home. You can't do that. You know that, yeah. We'll tell her. Yeah. <laughs> You'll tell her. I've heard of people doing it with the occasional grape, but uh, yes. not the entire chicken. Not chi- no. <laughs> Did you do a whole roast chicken? No, nah, like roast potatoes, maybe some chicken. I couldn't finish a whole – I mean, Jane couldn't finish a whole <laughs> <laughs> But then we got on to talking about, like, what your parents would think of that and you were saying how um, – is it your mum that was pretty tough on you growing up? What were some of her punishments? Their, like, go-to punishment was to go and tell our sporting coaches exactly what we had done and why we couldn't participate. So one time I stole money from mum's purse. Um, and so I had to go tell my Oh, you had, had to do it? Not- yeah, I had to tell them in front of the whole team as well, like why I couldn't play that week or couldn't come to training. Because I stole money from mum's purse. So I stole five bucks and I was like, I can't train or play because um, I stole How money How embarrassing. <laughs> did it stop you, like, stealing money from her though? I did it once more after that and then I stopped. <laughs> when, I was, when I was eight, my sister, who's two years younger, uh, Rachel, and uh, we were in a Canberra motel and we went to the kiosk there and we stole those, you know, like uh, tattoos, you know, that you can put on. Oh, yeah, and temporary gu- I, think got, like, I think I had gum in there as well. And we stole them and we kind of we successfully got away, ran back to the hotel, almost motel room, and we're so proud of ourselves that we told mum and dad in, with such excitement. <laughs> and they're like, what are you doing? No, no. It's, and they, they made us take us take them back. Like, walk, had you, used back. The, you hadn't used them yet? Hadn't used you didn't them. didn't take your big buff biceps. No, the ones I got at the moment are real. Um, but the um... My mum was so tough on me. Like I'll never forget, and I've spoken about this on air before. I don't know if I've told you. I remember once, um, I think I was in year 12, and I would often say I'd studied on the weekend when I hadn't. And she had a Hawkeye. Like she was always aware of what I'd done. Mm. Um, and this one day I went to church on the Sunday morning, and at the end of church I said, can my church friends come back? Such a rebel. come back for a play in the pool right yeah it's a weird expression but come back to use the pool party play in the pool a baptism a baptism (laughs) (laughs) and she was like oh no worries and I was like this is amazing because I wasn't meant to do much socializing because it was exam time and I hadn't done any study. And you've been, you know, recklessly at church, just I hanging know, out I at know. church. <laughs> I'd been praying for A's. Anyway, so she said, no worries. And I was like, this is amazing. So like 10 friends came back to my house and we got there and everyone started getting their bathers on and stuff. And she said, um, what are you doing? And I said, what do you mean? She says, oh, no, you need to go upstairs and study. And I said, what do you mean? And she goes, well, I know you haven't done it. So, yeah, your friends can use the pool they like, but not you. And so I sat up and the worst part was my bedroom overlooked the pool. So I sat up there clearly not doing any study for two and a half hours watching my friends play in the pool. And she stuck to her guns. She didn't come up ten minutes later and go, have you learnt your lesson? Okay, you can go down now. No, JBB is tough. Did your your mum, like, go to the church and bring the kids? What I'm asking is, did your mum drop the kids off the pool? Parent punishment. 131060. Give us your parent punishment. Maybe your parent yourself, or when you were growing up, you had a tough parent that had some really creative punishments. We want to hear your story. Teachers even. 131060. Teachers even. Carrie and Tommy. Pete Hellier is filling in for us this afternoon. Yeah, and we're talking about parent punishment. Um, My mum was real tough.
when I was growing up, producer Georgia, um, if she'd do something naughty, her mum would make her go um, in front of her entire team, sports team and the coach, explain why she couldn't come to training and say out loud what the naughty thing was that she had done. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if shame's the right approach for parenting. I'm sure I read somewhere in a book that's what, not what we're meant to do. It works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loz, give us your parent yeah. punishment. Uh, so when I was really little, uh, my parents had trouble containing me in the backyard. So uh, I was always out and about running around on the street. So my mum used to tie me to the clothesline. Oh, I've, I've heard about that. Tie like, to the, like a hill's hoist? Yeah, but with enough rope so I could still play in the swings. And stuff. <laughs> That's genius. Yeah, I've heard about that. I mean, what was there any downside to it? Uh, look, it was a long time ago. I'm not going to lie. I uh, don't really recall, to be honest. It's something that they joke about all the time. Um, and then the other thing, they used to have like little harnesses for kids with a lead on it. Yes, yeah, they still have them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, my mum used to put that on me backwards because I learned how to undo it and I'd get away <laughs> in the shops. So, <laughs> What do you do with yourself now, Loz? Uh, try really hard not to tie my own kids to the clothesline. <laughs> Good on you, Loz. Uh, we got Peter. G'day, Pete. Yeah. How are you, mate? How are you going? Very good, mate. What are uh, your folks uh, punish you for? Now, when, when I was a young fellow, I had two stepbrothers, two younger stepbrothers, about 14, 15 year old thereabouts. And they were probably, I don't know, seven and nine or thereabouts. And my, my father used to say to them when they played up, uh, he was going to get the drop off glue out, right, and put it on their little wieners. Oh, hold on, what's the drop-off glue? Oh, drop-off glue. Drop-off glue, right? Think of the term. <laughs> but it had, so it it had them trick. Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, like chop yeah. off, yeah. No, yeah, drop, yeah, drop, yeah. Drop your little wiener off. So, yeah, yeah I've, got to, I've got to try and be radio-friendly, but, yeah. I'm, I'm going to pull the drop-off glue on you. <laughs> and, and that would just pull his head straight in. It was hilarious. <laughs> you had the and deepest think, voice, think, Peter, of anyone I think we've had yeah. on the show in a long time. How yeah, low can right. you go? Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Shark shit. Oh, can I say that? Sounds like yours has, certainly hasn't dropped off. <laughs> no, no, but it was hilarious because as soon as he had, and he had a little canister for it, all right, I'm getting a drop-off clue, and the kids are just, they were just <laughs> hilarious. It was hilarious. <laughs> so I'm 14, 15 years old, and they're, they're, they're sort of 7 and 10 or 7, seven and 9, and I'm just laughing it off. <laughs> He's probably just holding no a, a can of Sally's No More Gaps. Yeah, it could have been anything. But, but, yeah, the kids stage really bad. It was oh, cool. well played. Genius. Well Good played. on you, Pete. <laughs> what about David? Hi, David. Hi, how are we, guys? Yeah, good. What was your parent punishment? Was it you or well, when you were growing no, up, your parents? It was uh, It was me when I was in about grade four or so. My, uh, my stepfather was in the police force and... I never ate my vegetables growing up. I only ate meat. And uh, one night I got, you know, plate of plate of veggies and a couple of sausages and decided to mix all the mashed potato and all the veggies up with, just caked it with barbecue sauce. So I ate, ate the meat and then just mashed it all up and couldn't eat it because it was sickening, sickening the, the amount of barbecue sauce on the plate. And, uh, and it was like, no, you, you stay at the table until you finish that because you made that mess. So... I didn't want to, so I got handcuffed to the table until I finished it. What <laughs> <laughs> tying up going on? Did that? Yeah. Did that mean you never did it again, or was that a common no. punishment? No, no, no. I, uh, I, I, I just never, never put any sauce on the veggies again, no. and uh, 
they just magically disappeared to the dog or the cat or wherever I can get rid of them. So, gosh, that's real harsh. I don't think so. Funny, it must have worked because the funny thing is, I'm a vegan now. So, <laughs> Carrie and Tommy for your Wednesday afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. We've got Pete Hellier filling in the Savo, and later on the Savo, you could win 50k, all thanks to Nivea Sun when we play the time game. But up next, one of our faves. Who's that? That's what you meant to say. Yeah, love him. Yeah, love him. Todd Sampson. Oh, Todd. Yes. Sorry, I get confused. With um, who? I've got gout. Um. <laughs> Todd Sampson's up next. He's a legend. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Driving you home this afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Tommy is away today. We've got Pete Hellier filling in for us. And uh, I'm here doing uh, some national media, um, which uh, means only one thing. Uh, I'm going to see my old friend Todd Sampson, who <laughs> only speaks to me when he's promoting oh, something. <laughs> do you not see each other separately? No. I no, do. He, uh, I see no. both of you. Oh, oh, yeah. well, no. For some reason, oh. for some reason I, only, I only speak to my good Tom. friend, well, for many years, Todd Sampson, when he's got a documentary to promote. And here he is with so awful, so awful. So I was in the uh, toilet here, uh, and I've seen many, many things in my life, but I've not seen this yet. I had a very heavy breakfast time. Yeah. So I'm standing at the urinal. Is it urinal? Or urinal? urinal. Yeah, urinal. urinal. And there's someone. So there's someone at the urinal. No handing it on the on the phone. Oh, yeah, no, you got you, you got. That's amazing I mean, I don't know what, skill. What that is? So they're. Going to the toilet. You no, know, I get what that is, but is that skillful? Is it? Well, how would you? Well, do that? Were well, they on the phone? Is that why? On the phone. Well, yeah, they, they do it with, with, both, with both hands. Do not get phones on at urinals. So, what's the risk in doing that? <laughs> well, what do you, what have you? I don't know how you do that. Do you pull your pants down so they're like halfway? Or what's like, the other alternative? Well, normally, you, it's, yeah. there's a dangle yeah. bit. It's, 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 it's a dangle. You know, and there's Sorry. drizzle. Okay, you know, there's so you hold your pants and you hold no your bits and you go to yeah. the toilet. In this case, he's just free. You yes. gotta have one. You gotta have one hand. You gotta on. have one hand normally. Okay. So okay. Freed. Have you ever? Okay. Well, anyway, I'm just know, saying. I've seen many things. You know, whenever I see, I've never seen. Whenever that. I see a bloke on the phone at the urinal, you know, what I immediately assume why having an affair. Why? <laughs> because why do you need to be texting yeah. at the urinal while you're doing a wee? But yeah. also, why would anyone that like that you're having the affair with, want you calling or texting them they while you're at a urinal. They don't even choose that. Oh, wait, wait, they don't even choose that. Wait, wait, here's the worst part. Oh, they part. don't know that he's at the urinal. Yeah, but urinal. A funeral for your way. <laughs> I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's sexting, by the way. Yeah. I'm not saying, oh, oh yeah, I'm at the urinal, baby. <laughs> no king shaming saying, on this show, though. No, no king shaming. That's your thing. I mean, maybe install your own urinal in your own home. But, but yeah, I, I, I just think it's weird. But the worst part is... Then turns around and says, oh, I'm a big fan, and puts oh. his hand up. Oh, no. Oh, no. To be fair, he's only touched his well, phone. That's perfect. No, but yeah. how did he shake? No. I, I, he just, just did a little wiggle. Yeah. No, the only thing is you've got to shake his hand before he puts it away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is not why we got you on. Okay. We got this you on to talk about. This is why I don't catch it, up with Pete <laughs> outside of promoting a show. <laughs> we got you on to talk about Mirror Mirror, Are You Well, premiering tonight, 7.30 on 10 and 10 Play, and the second and final episodes on tomorrow. Tomorrow night, also at 7.30. It is all about the wellness industry. Here is a tiny little bit of the promo. The wellness industry is a $5 trillion business. It's four times larger than the pharmaceutical industry. Detox tea. Just feel amazing. There are people profiting hugely who are unqualified, causing harm. You put leeches in human anuses? Not in, on, for brain. 
So the weirdest thing about all of that is we were speaking about you on air a couple of months ago because there was a story about leeches and how they're used in healthcare and to save lives. And for some reason, Tommy brought up that um, you did something with leeches and we text you to say, hey, is it true that you had leeches? I don't know. And then you sent a picture back and right in that moment, and it's the promo picture, you were having leeches suck out the blood on your face. Why? I sent that to you. So leech. So the, the series is a. So the first mirror mirror was on cosmetic surgery. Second was on the internet. This one's on wellness. And so yeah. we explored lots of different alternative therapies because they're rising dramatically, particularly in this country. And a lot of that's because of influencers because that's who we're listening to. So Miranda Kerr is known for her leech therapy. So she. I've gets, not seen her leech therapy on yeah. Instagram. So and and, <laughs> not seen that and, pic of and she was in a conversation with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, and that's how this sort of became popular again. So I tried to get Miranda on the show because she's also has a, a crystal business. She refused. So I went to America to her leech therapist, and basically they put me on a bed. They put three leeches, which oh uh, they God. have three hundred teeth, right? So they ate through oh. my stomach, What's and then they what? and then wait, wait. So they have an antiquated because leeches are used legitimately, scientifically for surgery. Mm. Legitimately. Yeah, well, that's what we were talking about on air. And that's all good. Suck out infection. So then they were, they sucked on me for like 20 minutes. And then to my absolute surprise. Does it feel like when you go to Bali and put your feet in one of those pools of the little fish and they nibble at it? A little sharper. Right, right. You'll see in the film, like a little sharp. Like I was, I said to her, is everything going okay? Because this feels like something's cutting me. And anyway, then to my complete surprise, so they grew to six times their size. She grabbed them off my stomach and then twisted them like you would wring out a oh. towel. All the blood came out, and then she put it back on my face. Oh, that's that. Is this after? Is and that's the is that why you look face. so good? It goes in your face. Is this after it's been up the anus? <laughs> your skinny, this, your this skinny's is looking good. Is that Miranda Kerr's secret? <laughs> well, you yeah. said it in this. So, I'll, I'll be doing you know, it. You know what the weird exactly. <laughs> I'm not recommending it. And the weird part is Miranda Kerr texted the therapist while I was on the table. But the, the, the bizarre part of it then, because the film is not um, chronological, so I finished that, I bleed for a week. But the next what? day... Yeah. I mean, we all do once a month. You guys, it's about time you got on board. Good luck to I've got to go to a different show. I've got to go to a different show. Handless urinal people. And now everyone's bleeding. Anyway, so I left that, and the next day I flew up and did ayahuasca psychedelics. Okay, I've got so many questions about that. We do need to go to a break, though. Hold your ayahuasca chat for one sec, and we will pick it up again on the other side of this. All right. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. It's Carrie and Tommy. If you drive home this afternoon, Tommy is away, so we've got Pete Hellier filling in, and we're still joined by Todd Sampson, whose new series about the wellness industry, Mirror Mirror, is on tonight. And, Todd, just before you were telling us about your road testing of the psychedelics and ayahuasca for the show. Oh, I'm fascinated which, by that. Which was one of my favourite. Of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite things to do. Psychedelics offers, all jokes aside, they won't stay aside for long, I'm sure. But it's one of the uh, it's one of the better things in the wellness industry and the frontier of wellness. So we are the first country in the world to legalize the use of psychedelics for psychiatric use. And they now know the research is pretty pretty clear now. It can help with addiction, uh, depression, PTSD. And so I, the problem, of course, is that the practice is getting well ahead of the science. And so I end up so in this what, place, unregulated kind totally of totally unregulated. Right. I end up in this place, doors locked, dark rooms, oh with a whole bunch of people taking ayahuasca. And it was really strange for me because as the host, I was high on the psychedelic while trying to communicate and explain what a psychedelic does. So it was one of those moments. And we will get to see that? And it's all there. Amazing. Oh. Yeah. 
Do you think you sound like Fifi Box on Dancing with the Stars? I and hope she had so. her, Have you I, heard I, Fifi Box on Dancing with the Stars? So years ago, she hurt her ankle and was given drugs so that they could show must go on, get back on stage and perform. Oh, is this is how is how you're going to sound? You, you went off. The, they packed it in ice. She, so um, yeah, I had X-rays and uh, <laughs> the doctor. We've got it heavily strapped. <laughs> oh, poor Fifi. She's right. such um, a gorgeous we, person. The doctor hasn't given the okay yet, but oh, um, Fifi Carey is packing well, herself. You, you, just so you know. <laughs> Do you sound like that? Or no, you, I didn't no. sound like that at all. <laughs> did you go back to some weird places? I did. Yeah, and I do talk, unfortunately, my wife's going to kill me. I do talk about my marriage a little bit, and I talk about my mother who, who died as an addict, and that all came out. I went there. Because the thing with, with psychedelics is, it's as they say, as the scientists say in the film, it's 10 years of therapy in one night. And so for some people, it just opens a door of which you are going to walk through. So you need to be prepared. (laughs) (laughs) So of all the things you, obviously, squillions of dollars is spent in this industry. Yes. Did you walk away going, it's all a crock? Or did you go, some of it, like, how do you know which bits are good and which bits are not? Uh, it's very true. So the scientists do an excellent job in the film of, because of, that's what it's about. What, what works, what doesn't work. We cover everything from detoxes to tantra to, we, we cross the whole. Why'd you look at me when you said tantra? It's <laughs> <laughs> 20th wedding anniversary today. It'll be a <laughs> yeah, bit of tantra we tonight. There we go. I don't know. So uh, I think you sting. <laughs> <laughs> Know, it is interesting, though, that there's there's been so much, um, a lot, well, a lot of cynicism, also a lot of gratitude towards the pharma- pharmaceutical industry over the last few years, mm. but it doesn't seem to be the spotlight on the wellness industry. $5 trillion. Yes. I, I can't believe it's yes. worth more yes. than the pharmaceutical industry. Yes, unregulated as well. And, yeah. and the issue is we live in a time now where the most influential mm. health people are not doctors or qualified professionals. The The... Three most influential health people, Kim Kardashian, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Joe Rogan, they have more influence than all doctors on the planet combined. So we try to let them speak and, and explain. Detox was an interesting one because a lot of people detox. All the time. And this expert was, we went to Gwyneth it's Paltrow's- tea, there's all of yeah, it. Yeah, we went to Gwyneth Paltrow's, um, uh, her recommend, recommended detox center in America. And it was amazing. Like, detox is dangerous. It's a- Outside, well, because it's stress and trauma for your body. Like, so most people that end up at detox centers are are suffering. And you'll see this woman in this series, she's suffering serious trauma. And she ends up going because she thinks detox is going to help her with her emotional state. But you're adding one trauma onto another trauma. Like, say you've had too big a few weeks drinking and you want to detox. You're talking about like detoxing, cleansing your whole diet. Oh, oh, yeah, you are talking about this. But they're doing that for their. Emotional well-being. Yes, yes. A lot of people are. And so the expert in detox, I thought she was fantastic. Like she, she explained it. Basically, it's a, outside of the hospital, outside of detoxing because of drug addiction or whatever that might be. It's a marketing construct and totally unnecessary in any way, shape or form. So yet it's a multi, multi, multi-million dollar industry. What about cupping? Carrie, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm embarrassed to say something I've done many times and there's zero science uh, behind uh, the benefit of cupping. She cups me before the leeches. <laughs> Why didn't you? Because I feel we're burying the lead. In that intro, it had something about these leeches going up an anus. And, and you've you done a lot of the things that these show. I'm often worried about you when you do these shows. And I often yeah. will text you and say, don't I'm worry about you. So don't do anything too crazy, but you'd still do it. Yeah. Did you put a leech up your anus? <laughs> And why not? <laughs> <laughs> there, have, there, there are no leeches in the anus. 
Like, I'm an immersive host, but yeah. that's beyond me. But what are people doing that for? Oh, people, it's done to animals. It's it's like, they, they claim leeches can cure nearly anything. You know, you name it and a leech can. I mean, in the film, a woman does dental work with her leeches. So she's got her baby, she's breastfeeding, what? she's got a leech on her breast and one what? in her mouth doing gum work. What? While I'm filming, and I'm trying to have a conversation with her, and there's one one brilliant stage where the, all the leeches are in this container, this massive oh, container, and the baby, right, oh, the baby for a moment just looks over at the container and has this sort of shocked look on his face and is reaching for the container of leeches that are all swimming around. I'm so conflicted about what I'm imagining when I think of a leech therapy clinic. Is it like a doctor's clinic, or is it something? Way mm. out in the bush. That's uh, very in, unregulated. I mean, you would think it, you you would think if Miranda Kerr was using a leech therapist, that yeah. it would be. It was in her living room. What? It was in her living room. Oh, but you weren't in her living room doing it. You were just at a clinic. But she oh, no, gets, no, the she gets them done at home. Was in their in her living room. I was in the therapist's living room getting oh. leech therapy. Just at her house. Yeah, at her house. Yeah, it's like me rocking over at your house and you pulling out some leeches. Yeah. Well, I you mean, her Uber, Uber leech. Has- Uber leech. Uber leech. All right, Mirror Mirror, are you well? Premieres tonight, 7.30 on 10 and 10 play. Second and final episodes tomorrow night, also at 7.30. Um, I'll see you soon, I'm sure. But, Pete, you'll have to wait till next year. No, so when's the next series out? See you you next year, Pete. (laughs) Next year? Keep practicing the handless... Urinal stuff. Oh, no, I'm not practicing that. That's, no, no. You've got but, it nailed? Yeah. Well, I've I, I got both hands on it because the doctor says I can't lift anything too heavy. <laughs> oh, beep, beep. How do we get rid of that? Do we dump that? Do you have a dump no, button? No, we don't dump it. Do you have a dump button? That's your next series. You'll have to work through some of that with some ayahuasca. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Yes, we got Pete Hellier filling in for Tommy this afternoon. And if you have just joined us, well, you've come right at the right oh. time. Time, time, oh, bye, banana, banana, oh, bye. Time game end of year cash bonanza. Powered by Nivea Sun. The sun can harm, dry out your skin, and contribute to premature skin aging. So be sure to shield your skin this summer with Nivea Sun Protect and Moisturize SPF 50 Plus Sunscreen. Always follow the directions for use. 13, 10, 60 lines are open. Call us if you want some cash. We'll reveal up next. Is it 50K day? Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy driving you home for your Wednesday, Arvo. We've got Pete, Fe- Pete Hellier filling Pete in this afternoon. Pete catching. Fellier hilling in. Um, <laughs> it's time to find out if we've got 50K today. It's the best competition in radio. This is the best competition you've ever had. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, my God. Carrie and Tommy's time game. Oh, mate, you make our dreams come true. All you need to do is say stop. Stop. On exactly five seconds. For a limited time only, Carrie and Tommy are playing every day. And that's not all. At random, the prize will jackpot to 50k. <laughs> Will today be a 50k day? Let's find out. Because today's jackpot is... $2,400. Tommy's time game end of year cash bonanza. Powered by Nivea Sun. Riley, 2,400 buckaroos on the line. What are you doing with it? Oh, just started my apprenticeship, so probably some tools. (gasps) What's your apprenticeship? What in? Electrician. Great. Okay. I need one of them. Yeah. Often. Yeah. You can skill up quickly, Riley. There's a job for you. Yep. 
Electrician to the <laughs> electrician to the stars. He's filling me with confidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, I'm just job. worried, eh? Yeah, he's nervous. Oh, yeah, you're focused he's on nervous. a time yeah. game. I get it. I get it. You're providing a distraction. That's Sorry, I am. Riley, there's $2,000 on the line. I, I, I shouldn't be distracting. I'm going to pass you over to Jesse. He's going to say start. You say stop at exactly five seconds and the cash is yours. Ready to go. Yep. Start. Stop. <sighs> Pretty close. Yeah, tiny bit long for me, I think. Yeah, you but, might be right. Yeah, I, I'm not bad. Riley, how did that feel for you? Oh. After hearing you guys say that, ooh, I'm a bit on the bad side. Mm. Were you using any kind of device at all, Riley? Do you think? Like, do you do you have a tactic? Nah, no, nothing. No. Just going off. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Stuff feel. Yeah. How'd you go? Five point eight three. It was oh, just long. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for giving us a no. <laughs> Some more no's from everybody. Latoya, you ready for a no? <laughs> yes. No, I'm ready for yes. Yes, okay. Latoya. Latoya. Um, what are you doing with cash, Latoya, if you get the uh, 2400 Christmas and birthdays. Brilliant. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant, brilliant. Well, let's not chat. Let's get you over to okay. Jesse and uh, let's hope you win the, win the money. Handing you over now. Start. Stop. Felt good. Felt good too, yeah. Felt good. Felt real good, yeah. Toya. Like this is closer. Oh, yeah, and look at the ferret. Look at him; he's whiskers. Yeah, he's They're got it. Yeah, standing on their end. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, his nose is wiggling. Yeah, yeah. He's really getting into character these days. And do you practice at home? Well, why would mirror? I have to practice? Just... I'm a ferret. I was born a ferret, <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> How did the do you, pra- go? you practice being a Carrie bit more at home? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Latoya. I mean, Jesse. Yeah. How did Latoya go? Five. Point one eight. Oh. That's the closest all week, I think. We didn't get the oh. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, welcome. How you guys? How you going? Yeah, very well. Um, it's not fifty k day, but it's two thousand four hundred bucks on the line. Not to be sneezed at, Daniel. Uh, Jesse's going to say start. You say stop, and hopefully the cash is yours. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Start. Good. Nah, way too long. I reckon long. way too long. What did you do there, Daniel? One potato, two potatoes. Oh, I reckon it might have been. Too many potatoes. I guess not far off. It could be a tiny bit short or a tiny bit long. You're going to have a potato too much. You, it's like to pick a side. It's a t- either a tiny bit oh, too okay. long or it's a tiny bit too I short. I reckon it's within 0. 0.15 oh, of a second. No, I can't do the math on that. that well. um, yes, as our producer pointed out, you're using sweet potatoes. Not normal potatoes. Good one, guys. Um, how <laughs> did Daniel go? Repeat, you have to repeat all the jokes. <laughs> I just like to give have, them some, a have some quality control. <laughs> Five point nine zero. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could be fifty k tomorrow, it guys. Could be fifty k tomorrow. If you want to play, carryingtommy.com.au or <laughs> listen for the cue to call. Summertime is a perfect time for Nivea Sun. Join the time game, stop the clock at five seconds and be master of sun safety. Always follow directions for use. Carrie and Tommy. If you drive home this afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy. Little Tommy away today. We've got Pete Hellier filling in. 
We have two very special guests in the studio. We have Bo Thompson and his mum, Rose. They're here to talk about the Victorian Disability Sport um, and Recreation, dsr.org.au, and the International Day of People with Disability. Round of applause yeah. for Bo and Rose. <laughs> Welcome. This is your first time in a radio studio, yeah, Bo? Yeah. Excited? Nervous? How are you feeling? Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met Pete before or seen Pete on the TV before? Yeah, I've seen you on TV. Yeah. Do you think he's funny? Good answer, Bo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's nodding. He's nodding now, by the way. There's so much to talk to you about, but let's start with you, Rose. Can you tell us a bit about um, Bo's early days and, and what his life has been like? Bo was actually born with his intestines on the outside of his body. Um, it's called a, a condition called gastroschisis, and so his journey started uh, with disability started quite young, um, in utero. Yeah. And oh, you so, found out when in yeah, utero, right? Yeah. So at 20 weeks, um, I found out, or we found out that he has had gastroschisis. Um, and then subsequently after reduction operations and things after he was born, um, discovered he had cerebral palsy as well. Right. So he sustained a brain injury and yeah. So, um, early days was quite hectic. So uh, how quickly was he having surgery after he was born? Two hours. Oh, uh, my gosh. Two hours wow. after he was born. So, yeah, basically came out. Um, he, they piled his intestines on the top of his belly. Wow. <laughs> wrapped like a tea towel, wrapped them in a tea towel, looked like a bowl of sausages, <laughs> um, and wrapped him up with Glad Wrap, and he stayed in a um, in a humidity crib <laughs> until it was time to operate. Bo, out of interest, do you like sausages? <laughs> Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have had a massive journey. Um, how has Bo handled it all? How does Bo go with it? How do you go with it, Bo? At the thought of it, because I wasn't the, like I was there, but at the thought of it, <laughs> it just feels. Like it's disgusting to me. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot. Yes. Well, we can I say that we. Vomit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least we can say we know you from the inside out now. <laughs> <laughs> Bo, what's been the biggest challenge for you over your life so far, do you think? What's the thing you find hardest? Probably walk, trying to learn how to walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And and you're still trying to learn to do that? No. No? I mean, you got that one in the bag now. Yeah, you? you got yeah. it in the bag. In the That's awesome. <laughs> and, and you're going to be at the, uh, the Disability Sport and Recreation Festival. What are you, what are you doing there? I've always just been going around to the stalls and seeing if anyone wants to play sport with me and stuff. Oh, What's your sure sport you're people. into? Yeah. Rugby. <gasps> what kind of awesome. though? We're rugby. Yeah. Is it true it that I heard you want to play uh, in the Olympics? Yes. Which Olympics is that? 2032 Brisbane Olympics. Oh my God. Is it also true, we've got our spies out there, Bo, that you met the Steelers recently? Yes, why do you spot it there, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> you got a new sports wheelchair, don't you? Yeah. Have you started trying it out yet or are you yet to try it? No, I've started trying it out. What's different about it? Is it kick-ass? Is it awesome? No, it's, it's yeah, I'd say that, but uh, it's also very lightweight, so I can go like 10 k an hour in that thing. Oh, is that right? Oh, so it's not so heavy it. to get around. Awesome. No, the rugby got- chair is like 30 kilos. <laughs> the word rugby chair is pretty much a battering ram. A battering <laughs> yeah. yeah. ram. I, I played some wheelchair basketball before and it, it is, it's tough. And they, they really do. They're like dodging cars, aren't they? They just crash into each other. <laughs> yeah. but, but way harder. 
Well, yeah. drag this like way yeah. harder than a Dodge from car. <laughs> it's like, Steel. It's like a car going 50 k's an hour going to the car 50 k's an hour. Have you met other kids in similar situations to you? Yes. And is it nice to know there are other kids out there? Yes, it's very nice to know. Because a couple of years, no, not a couple, one wasn't. Um, a couple of years ago, um, I was feeling bad about my disability because I thought that um, there was no one that, like, understood me for some reason. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And now that you've got those friends who are in a similar situation, do you talk about it or is it just good to know that they're there? No, we we talk about ramming into people more. Than <laughs> <laughs> Rose, it probably wasn't that long ago where if you know you were in a wheelchair, it was hard to access sports, and you know our, our great mate Dylan and and Kurt Fernley have, have really been, I guess, poster childs and, and great spokespeople. But what's it like for you, you as a parent to see? you know, Bo being able to have access to these sports. Ah, oh, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's it's been a massive game changer for him um, and for us as a family. Like we, we travel quite a long way to be able to access those sports, but you see all of the parents who find accessible and inclusive sports that their kids can participate in and they will travel for that, no questions asked. What, um, what it's given him and... It, Money can't buy that. Mm. Um, we've we've got community. We've got an active kid. We've got a kid who's pushing his his physical bound like phys- physical uh, threshold. Yeah. Um, he's inspired. He's determined. He's just really excited to pave the way not only for himself but for other kids who live with disability to participate in sport too. Um, and it's really nice to sort of come together and and make way and say, hey, we've got kids here who want to get out there they want to have a great time they want to they want to do all of the other things that you know 10 and 11 year old kids want to do and let's make that happen and they yeah. want to ram into each other that's what they want to do and you can't do that on the street you need to be in a sporting <laughs> arena yeah well we can't wait Bo, to see you at the olympics i've no doubt you'll be there um yeah go do some ramming get your new uh wheels on and and um yeah do your family proud you're a beautiful boy and we appreciate you coming in today. Thanks for chatting with us. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Anything else you wanted to tell us about that we haven't asked you about? Anyone to say nah. hi to? Nah. 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 This is your first radio interview. How'd, how'd, how'd it go? Good? You going to come back one day? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're very good yeah. at it. Um, Rose, thanks so much for being here as well. My yeah, absolute appreciate pleasure. It. Thanks so much for having us. Carrie and Tommy. Around the country for your Wednesday afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. we got Pete Hellier filling in the Savo because... And a big day for you. We appreciate you being here mm. when you should be probably at home with your wife because it is your 20th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. We've had a few celebrations this year. <laughs> we had a week away last week, but today is the day, 22nd 20. of November. We share it, of course, with the assassination of JFK. Oh. <laughs> What well, wasn't wow. wasn't planned? <laughs> well, uh, the, the engagement was. Yeah, 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 yeah. The station may have been planned. Um, I think twenty years is an incredible achievement, and we've all gotten to know and love you over the years. I have personally, but Australia has. And I thought it's not often you get an insight into you and your beautiful wife Bridge, um, and what you guys do, what you get up to. And I thought, why not get Bridge on for a bit of fun? And she joins us on the line now. Hi, Bridge. 
Hi, Carrie. Happy, I was going to say happy anniversary. I think you say that to each other, don't you? I just you say, say congratulations. Happy you can say happy anniversary. <laughs> what are you doing tonight for the anniversary? Anything special? <laughs> um, yeah, yes. No, well, special? well, we, we were away last week. Oh, my God, this is a no, isn't it? And I've got gout. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have a lovely bottle of wine just to bring the gout back a little bit. <laughs> Um, we go and watch the first episode of The Crown, I think, or the new episode. Oh, well, that's nice. Watch Ghost Diana yeah, come back. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of TV shows, I want to talk to Bridge. Um, I'm going to get you to leave the room about what some of your favourite things are to hear whether what Bridge says and what you say are the same, how well you know each other. Well, we know after, each other very well. Well, do you? I guess we'll find out. You leave the room oh. and Bridge and I will have a little chat. Okay. Peter and Bridget Hellier's Romance Quiz. <laughs> so, Bridge, talk to me. I'm a bit nervous. I oh, don't be what nervous. What if I get it wrong? <laughs> well, yes, I mean, marriage is over. That's the punishment. <laughs> um, who came on to who first, Bridge? Well, I think Pete did several yep. times. So several I times? Didn't reckon, yes, because when we first, well, when he first met, saw me, I didn't see him in that was at Sydney Airport. So oh. I think he was kind of like watching me on the aeroplane, saw me get off. Stalker. Yeah. And then he approached me at one of his gigs like the following Wednesday or something. So I think it was him. What do you mean at one of your gigs? So you were aware of Pete and you went to a gig and he happened to go, That's the girl from the plane. Yeah. Well, I didn't know who he was, but my friend did. And she said, Let's go see some kind of comedy. And I was like, Yeah, all right. And then we were just hey. sitting at the bar and he walked up. And I was like, no, nah, go away. <laughs> <laughs> what is um, Pete's go-to seduction move? If he wants some action, what's he do? What's he do? There was a time when he lit a candle. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd either huff it out or you'd... Uh... <laughs> I think I threw the candle in the bin. <laughs> what, um, what would you say that... What Pete would say is the favourite meal um, that you make for him. Like what's his favourite meal do you think that you make? Oh, that's a tough one because whenever I ask him for a special meal, he um, he's always got a few, but recently he goes steak or beef stroganoff. Okay. I, I never make beef stroganoff, so I'm not really oh, sure why. Why is he getting his stroganoff steak? then? I don't know. <laughs> he's getting some stroganoff <laughs> on the side. <laughs> Would Pete choose to go on a romantic stroll with you or play golf? Oh, I think golf. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all know the answer yeah, to that. Yeah. I'm um, okay with that. What, um, it, what do you think Pete would say is your biggest pet peeve with him? What's the thing that annoys you most that he does? How loudly he chews. Yeah. <laughs> Why do it's they incredible. do that? Yeah. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't know. It's so loud. There's no, I don't know, there's no buffer from his cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> what is the one thing of Pete's that you would throw out if he let you? Because oh, 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 oh. I'd probably thrown it out. The candle. Um, Do you throw stuff out without telling him? Would he even know that half the stuff gets put in the bin? No. No, he's got no idea I throw everything out. He just can't find it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally... Who was Pete's least favourite person that uh, came across the project desk? Oh, um, 
I don't think anyone. He doesn't. He doesn't dislike anybody. No, he doesn't. Do you want right. to ask Carrie to leave the room? <laughs> <laughs> it's Actually, definitely not Carrie. One more question. Mm. What would Pete say is his favourite thing about you? Um. <laughs> um. Well, when we first met, he said it was my eyes. Oh. Um. But now they're old and grey. I think maybe, maybe my laugh or or my. Me laughing at him. Okay. <laughs> you laughing at him. That's so we, funny. Okay. We don't say that very often. Maybe well, that's why we've laughed at Up next we'll get Pete back in the studio and we can find out if Pete Hellier really knows his wife, Bridget Hellier. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy, if you drive home the Sabo, we've got Pete Hellier filling in for Tommy and we've got Pete's wife, Bridge, on the line still. Yep. Now, I just asked Bridge a bunch of questions about your relationship without you in the room, yep. Pete, and she did very, very well. She's a natural. <laughs> you should be on air. Uh, <laughs> that took a while. <laughs> well, we had lots, lots. I had to think. Okay, so I'm going to now ask you the questions, Pete, and let's see if they marry up. Yep. Who came on to who? Um, I think Bridge will certainly say that um, it was me uh, coming on to her, which is actually true. I heard it was like multiple, it's a bit desperate. <laughs> no, no. Well, the first oh. time we saw each other was actually just at Sydney Airport. In Ga- Gatelands too, tick, tick. and I saw her, but nothing happened. Like, I didn't speak to her because I, I was like, I should I, talk to her. She's really cute. And then I realised I'm not that kind of guy. And then I hoped that she might sit next to me on the airplane, and that didn't happen. And I thought that's probably a good thing because her, boy- her boyfriend's probably going to pick her up from the airport. That didn't happen. Her mum, her dad, and her nan had picked her up from the airport. Could you remember that? And I went, I went my separate way. Bridget went her separate way. And then three days later, I was doing a gig at the Prince Patrick Hotel in Collingwood. And I see my friend Anna at the bar. I go to chat to Anna and she's talking to the girl from Sydney that's Airport. That's insane. Oh, my God. That's so yeah. sweet. That's serendipity. It was meant to be. Serendipity. So, and then uh, I invited her to my party on the Saturday night. It was my birthday and she came along. Uh, and um, We had a disco floor bash, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. On the dance floor. Yeah. Um, what do you think Bridge said is your go-to seduction move? When you want action, what do you do? <laughs> I, I mentioned my gout. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, geez, that's a that's a um, open a bottle of wine. <laughs> Watch out, he's picking one up on the way home. She said that you went through a stage where you used to light a candle. <laughs> <laughs> there were times when, yes, there was times when well, Bridge might be coming home, and I mean, like, I go to bed and I might like drift off, but I, I you know, to let her know she could wake me up, I lit a candle. <laughs> Like leaving the light on the yes, front door. Well, like Gwyneth vagina candles, I think it was. <laughs> what um, do you think? So what's your favourite meal um, that you get Bridge to make? Like what's oh, one of her favourite There's a lot. And she, what do you request? What do you love? What's frustrating is Bridge is a great improviser, so she'll improvise dinner and then never be able to make it again. I'm like, <laughs> this is amazing. Um, I'm going to say, oh, it's funny because when Bridge says, what do you want for dinner tonight? I'm like, I forget all the foods. Yeah, that's very similar to what she said. She said you're requesting one at the moment that she's never made, so she doesn't know where you're getting that. Is it cock the vin or like? <laughs> is that your seduction? Which is move? French? Which is French for um, sexy times? Uh, no, it's a French dish. Is it cock the vin? Is what you call it? Cockavan. Cock, cock, whatever you call it. No, she said you keep asking for um, beef stroganoff. But oh she yeah, doesn't that's make stroganoff. Yeah, that's it. Because I was trying to desperately think of something else. That I, cause she says, oh, what, do you want to, "What do you want for dinner tonight?" And I'm like, "Is it the steak or spaghetti?" <laughs> 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 I can't think of anything else. 
What do you think she thinks that, um, oh, no, no, what is her biggest pet peeve about you? Oh, I, um, Bridget's a germaphobe, so it'll be um, <laughs> touching my, like, touching my face at the moment because I've got but my beard I'm still getting used to and I touch it. And she That's looks a year at, ago now. Yeah, I know, but, like, but I still like touch it. But, and, and she says, she says to me, you know, you know what, like, stop touching your face because, you know, like, you've been to the toilet. And then you basically just put in the toilet on your face. I thought, no, I, I wash my hands. And biting nails, maybe. Is what did a... you say, Bridge? I said that you chew so loudly. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe I just don't remind you anymore that it's that loud. I must say, we I sat next to you yesterday and um, to sit there, and you didn't say anything, but I knew you were thinking it. <laughs> Get him a muzzle. <laughs> Um, and finally, um, what do you? What would you say your favourite thing about bridges? Um, the bridge is um, that she does that you love. Like, what's the favourite thing? She's very you? well. She's very considerate. She's very extremely considerate oh. and very supportive of every you know all of her friends and particularly me. And she's actually for me like I get to go on stage and talk about lots of stuff and often her. And she never has blocked me Aww. from saying anything. And often, we, like, because I sit down and talk to her about everything I'm going to say. So there's no, if you come to one of my gigs, I'm talking about Bridge. And some people were like, I had one of her cousins say to me recently, geez, I'm not sure if I, I like what you're saying about Bridge. It's a bit intimate and a bit, it's like, yeah, but like, she knows. Bridge knows. Yeah, Bridge knows. She heard it first. Yeah, yeah she heard it. She probably came up with it, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but um, yes, and I love, I love the fact that she, um, one of the things, actually, can I say one, one thing that annoys me a little bit? Sure, I mean, oh, it was really lovely for a moment yeah. there. But no, she's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It's what I know. It doesn't annoy me. I just don't quite get it. Like, Bridge has a go at me because I watch, I'll, I'll go to the footy and I come home and watch the replay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that, that's fair. And, you and, just and, saw it. And, she, and she, says, yeah, she says, you just saw it. Yeah. And I say, what's well, the different angles? And I can actually relax now because we won and I can just enjoy <laughs> it. But, okay, so she, she, it's, that's her point. Mm. You've already seen it. Bridget, Bridget <laughs> Hellier has now seen, I reckon, every episode of Below Deck. <laughs> Like five times. It's like this is. It doesn't change. You're not watching from different angles. It's not like you're sitting at the top of the MCG and they're playing it on the scoreboard at the MCG and you're watching below deck. No, it doesn't change at all. But also, you don't just watch a replay once. How many times do you watch it? Well, a few times. It's like been, the it's, win, the the, the, the grand final. Win. How many times have you watched? There's been it? a couple of days where I haven't watched it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? The one thing she said that um, she would think your favourite thing is about her that she laughs at your jokes. What she does. <laughs> But they're very funny. I mean, I, 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 I mean, it's like I'm providing the entertainment. I don't. Yeah, and, no, I, I like. Yeah, and, and Bridge is very funny as well. She makes me laugh. You know, like her. And I, we love doing the quiz together each morning. Oh, you guys! Are I mentioned that cute. yesterday. You did, and you, and you, you hate the quiz. Yeah. Yeah, we do have him. Uh, no, congratulations on 20 years. You're both absolutely beautiful souls. Thank, Thank you. you for being friends, welcoming into your um to your lives, and I hope you have a nice night and another beautiful 20 years together. No worries. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Love you, Bridge. Love you. Carrie and Tommy. Visit the Athlete's Foot for Cyber Weekend offers this week. Now that's fit because he's bringing someone fit in back-to-back today. Got a bit of Britney coming up in back-to-back-to-back. Oh, to yeah, back. Uh, Why? I don't know. Pete Hellier, you're telling us the why today. Ooh. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm only been here to fill in for Tommy and he's back tomorrow, you know, so uh, I shouldn't be making these kind of changes. But I, I, I think I, you guys need like a music correspondent. 
you know, somebody sure. who can come in and, and just... I mean, I often sort of do that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's just somebody who's maybe got their finger on the pulse a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I, I put it out on, on, the, on the socials and you wouldn't believe who responded and who wants the job. Who? U.S. President Joe Biden, because <laughs> he has his finger on the pulse. He said Does this... Does he have a pulse? The, the Thanksgiving... <laughs> just, just. So he's making good use of it, Jesse, while he can. But he, he was... What's the, he talking the, about? It was Thanksgiving, the turkey thing, and he made this weird reference to some musical artists of the day. Harder than getting a, a ticket to the Renaissance tour or 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 Britney's tour. She's down in, it's kind of warm in Brazil right now. I mean, despite the fact that he sounds a bit like uh, Fifi Box on Dance with the Stars <laughs> after some uh, painkillers. Um... There's so many elements to that. So first of all, tick for getting Renaissance tour. Like yes. I'm giving him that. That's, yeah, that's I mean, Beyonce's that's probably because he knows that era, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he was much younger then. <laughs> he was only in his he was only in his late eighties when that came out. But to reference, not only get it wrong that it's Britney when it was actually Taylor, but to reference, it's hot down there at the moment when, when someone's died. It's yeah. all just all. Uh, it's summer. It's like an advisor that's gone do a little pop, cop, like a bit of music <laughs> stuff. They'll love it. They'll eat it up. Yeah. And then he's going, yep. And he doesn't know how to do it. And then he made another faux pas because yeah. there was one turkey that was a little bit heavy set. You know what he called the turkey? He called her Lizzo. I mean, you can't be doing that, Joe. Just because she's shaming people doesn't mean you have to. Carrie and Tommy. The Wednesday Arvo. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. We got Pete Hellier filling in this afternoon. And guys, hurry into Chemist Warehouse for the Christmas fragrance sale. Shop the huge range of fragrances at the lowest prices. Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. It is a Christmas sale, but Pete, you should duck in there on your way home because yeah, well. it's your 20th anniversary today. Yep. Get Bridge Samelli Saab, 90 mils for 89.99. And you can grab her a Christmas present while you're there. I will. Tick, tick. Yeah. Yeah. Get some, Get some Inspire by the un- Inspired Unemployed Boys. Would yeah. you want that? Yeah, she will. She'd love that. Yeah. She'd love that. Great. Um, that's only 29.99. You could probably get her something else. <laughs> no, that's getting pretty close to the limit. <laughs> <laughs> It's your boy, Mac Lamore. We're back. Let's have some fun. This is so funny. Mac Lamore's coming back to Australia for headline shows in May. Heaps more shows put on because so many people want to go, but we have the tickets. And, Kira, you want them, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> Why? Who, like, who are you taking? Paint the picture. What are you about? I would like to take my best friend, Sam. She's had a pretty crappy year. Her her dad passed away and she's going through a separation and we have seven kids between the two of us. So seven. It's always hectic. Seven, yeah. I've got three and she's got four. <laughs> There's one in the background. So, yeah, that's mine. Oh, what's your favourite Macklemore song? What do you want to hear? Um, can't, can't Hold Us. I think I put three shots, but I Can't Hold Us is where Silly it's Can't Hold Us is such a tune. I'm sure oh, it's yeah. are you um Are you a dancer when you're there or you sit down and observe? Oh, probably a bit of both. Okay. Um, I think it's going to be a wild night. Yeah, especially, um, <laughs> especially I'm guessing it's the first time out in a while. Is it, Kira, for you two? Yes. I think our last concert we went to was Eminem and we were both pregnant, so. Wow. Okay, well, a very different night out. We're going to let you get back to your little bubbers. Um, Thank you. But on the way, we're going to let you know that you've won tickets for you and three friends. You can take more than Sam. You can take a whole crew. Woohoo! Yay! Thank you so much. Well done.
It is as easy as that. If you would like to win, carryintommy.com.au to register or listen for the cue to call. Grammy Award-winning Macklemore is coming back to Australia for headline shows in May. Get your tickets now from FrontierTouring.com. Follow Carrie Vidmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show. Now that the show's over, Carrie and Tommy can go sort out their Christmas shopping. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse for the Christmas fragrance sale. Shop the huge range of fragrances at the lowest prices. Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Bye. Bye.